0: And welcome everyone to the Jeanette Bireau podcast. I am so thrilled to have you guys here joining in as we dive into the world of expanding consciousness. I am a medium, a channeler, and this podcast is an outlet for me to share messages from the Ascended Masters, to light beings, to archangels, and more. And especially, I love sharing the messages from other people on this planet who are exploring consciousness for themselves and willing to share their experiences so that we can all learn, because no experience is the same. So thanks for joining the show. I hope you enjoy it. All right, and welcome everybody to the show. I'm so excited to have you all here today because I have a wonderful guest with me who is going to help us dive into the understandings of Mercury Retrograde. Uh, We did just recently go direct again. We've all heard of Mercury Retrograde. We all here, usually only about the negatives, but we're going to talk about the positives, the negatives, what it means, what it's about, what else is happening right now, because we are in a pivotal moment right now of shift, mm-hmm. and so I'm very excited to have Kitty Foss here today. She is a storytelling astrologer. She has been doing astrology for 30 plus years. She considers herself, she was very reluctant to embody the name or the title of astrologer, She used it for her own understandings for a long, long time, but now she is embodying and sharing her insights uh, on Instagram, TikTok, as well as Intuition of the Soul, which that one can be found on Facebook. I'll put all the links to her stuff underneath, but her main thing, her main reason, her why is all about... Helping us to be the heroes in our own life and our own journey. And one of the best ways for us to embrace that is to understand our foundations. And a lot of that foundation can be found in knowing our astrology and the astrology of what's going on collectively. So, all of that being said, Kitty, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. I'm very honored to be here. I'm Aww. very excited too. So I'm
0: so excited to have you here. Um, you have such a neat take on the collective energies and what's going on and so that's why I was very excited to talk to you about Mercury retrograde specifically like right now because I know January started off and there's a lot of energies at play and a lot of like although there's chaos in 3D there's also a lot of hope for this year a lot of light Mm -hmm. for this year but January started off with still a lot of energy and planets and Moons and things. So, kind of, what were we dealing with in the first few weeks of January from an astrological point?
1: Um, and this week is kind of the apex of all of that. Um, we're, we're sitting here on the 18th um, t- taping this. Yeah, you can t- you can tell I'm old. I called it taping it. So um, <laughs> okay, it was a, it's a very fast paced energy that came in in January, and that's kind of with, to remove the judgment around it it's very fast. It was quick. It's been changing. Uh, We had a rare retrograde happening during that time, Mars retrograde, which was having us examine our beliefs and really ready to come forward into what does that mean for our beliefs so we could take an action with that. And so that's one reason it started so quickly. And of course, Capricorn is begins the year, and it's always about the structure. It was an unusual year, though, because we have where we set our goals and all of those things we normally do in the beginning of the year. But the astrological piece aligned with that. It doesn't always – our time is kind of a a constraint that we have. And though we understand it's a new beginning, it was actually a really – big astrological new beginning that happened in the beginning of this year so that's one reason why it felt magnified 150 percent and we are coming out of the season of retrogrades and maybe before we even go into mercury just talk a little bit what a retrograde is Mm -hmm. because all planets retrograde some are much more rare mars being one of them that's every 27 to 28 months so um You know, and then it stayed in a sign a very long time. Mars usually spends five weeks typically. And it's been seven months in Gemini by the time it leaves. So that's unusual all by itself. That's very significant. And 2023 is a year of clarity. It's about clarifying. And that's how the year came in. Let's align our beliefs. Let's take a look at what's happening. And that's one reason we're seeing in that kind of 3D this chaotic energy like what does this mean and so people that aren't as aware that something else is going on deeper it's it's kind of pulling at people and then there's a big shift coming this year um, with our planets of transformation so all of this is lining us up to get ready for this January Aquarian vision we're really stepping in We'll, we'll have five planets in what is the vision what is it we want to see in our life and those of us that are aware are trying to hold that, no, we're doing it. We're holding the space of that joy, even though things kind of look, well, what's happening? We are creating this new earth, withholding that space and that. Uh, and when we're talking about retrograde, the dreaded Mercury retrograde, really what happens in a retrograde is planets slow down. And they change their orbit. They don't go backwards, but they change the sacred geometry of their orbit. And so what? just knowing that, we know that it's interacting with the energy. And so in a retrograde, it comes closer to the planet Earth. It comes closer to us. So it bubbles up from internally. Mm -hmm. Um, So rather than it being such an external, it comes through the soul portal. It comes through whatever other portals you may have signed up for in this lifetime. And I was very honored to take a look at your chart, both of your charts, your rebirth chart and your, and what did we sign up for? What did we change in that circuit? Um, And so it's this retrograde, brings it forth from inside. And we're about to go with nothing is retrograde, so that means the energy is coming again to us. But we've aligned better every retrograde, especially depending on which planets we're talking about, their energy internally. So that's why, as we've been working on it, my try three is a really magical year. It really is. We've been with this veil and this, okay, spirit, I don't know what's going on, but let me just plug ahead and it's moving now. It's clear, it's clearing for us. And that's a big yay in my book.
0: Oh, so. me too. That, and you know, that's interesting because that's what my guide's been saying a lot is like, this is the return of the light. It will work mm-hmm. in your favor if you're willing to see it as such. And uh, that huge renewal energy that you were talking about, Uh, Makes a lot of sense because I know I was definitely feeling it like there's something different about this year. Mm -hmm. So that veil, like you said, kind of be taking off, coming back into movement is everything I'm getting from my guides too. So I love when what they're saying aligns with what the
1: astrology says. Right. And, and my guides, what I channel is they'll tell me, take a look at this, pay attention to this. This is an important aspect. And so that's one reason I. they said, no, I want you to go daily and give everybody a little look just mm-hmm. to have them pay attention. November was a huge year, um, month, 2022. We were not the same at the end of November. November was like we saw the door open up and now we are properly walking through that door and it's very exciting but um what people also may want to understand especially now as we come out of retrograde is not everybody is embracing the change because what they're picking up is the change and that's fear for a lot of people and so the the old guard is not going to go gently let's quote, Mr. Dylan Thomas, into that good night, you know, that because it doesn't really understand that it is a good night. Mm-hmm. Um, and so holding the space will help this new earth step more quickly. It's going to come whether we hold the space or not, but it will help us more quickly um, move to it and perhaps mitigate some of those fear things that are coming forth. But boy, the energy has been like, which is why I loved the whole this is about holding the joy there is joy hold it magnify it bring that closer mm-hmm. so
0: and you know what i find interesting too is in respect to what you're saying with that um oh which piece was it like the door opening and walking through the door and this new way of being now challenging some people Spirit always likes to remind me and like literally remind me when I'm feeling that fear energy or that trigger and they're like, remember, this is a new template. This is an unknown frequency. So you need to get to know the frequency. So don't react right away and run away from it into what is known, but that's old, right? So don't go back to what was known if it's not comfortable, but just out of a safety blanket or a security thing, don't go back to that. Step into the new, get to know the new and when you take the fear off you might realize oh it's not so bad or ooh i actually like this better this fits better
1: i love that yeah that's exactly yeah. what it is it's 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 things it's a new earth it's a new evolution and this is there's a physicalness to this not only when i talk about the elliptical and the shape of the retrograde um that have happened, but we have this 12,000 year cycle that has appeared again in 12,000 years. And so you think back where we were 12,000 years ago, there was a lot of magical things we didn't really know about that were happening on Earth. And there is also an area, and this is astronomy, this is not astrology, that's called the great attractor that the planets and the whole universe has shifted towards. Our sun has shifted. Our physical planets have shifted. Now I know people would argue, well, we just couldn't measure it before. But the point is we are aware of it now. And that's the that's mm-hmm. the space to hold is the awareness.
0: Mm-hmm. So the we must be
1: ready. I love
0: that. I love that. So let's talk about let's start maybe with the um more traditional negatives. Because we want to end on the positive. So let's go into the kind of negative aspects of Mercury retrograde that maybe people talk about or blame or whatnot. What do you know? Well,
1: it, that, that's a, um, a different approach than I have. I'm born Mercury retrograde. Okay. Uh, so one of the things is when you are born with a retrograde, you have a different view of the energy of that planet. And so I have a different view always of mercury retrograde. As a matter of fact, one of the things I laugh about is I tend to have more problems with other people's mercury retrograde than my own because I, I live with that mercury retrograde. So mercury retrograde does bother our electronics. It does have direct correlation with solar flares and the Schumann resonance. It is happens often through the year four to five times depending on the year and again because the orbit is changing mercury is an inner planet it is run by gemini and gemini tends to be a bit cold so that's how people what they pick up they think oh gemini is a gemini wants you to experience and it wants you to experience without judgment so Folks, it's it's really not personal, but it's very hard as human beings not to take it very personally that energy that steps forward. It's slowing us down. It's wanting us to pay attention what is coming from internally to communicate with us. Mercury is the planet of communication. And communication, we assign the judgment to it. We assign often the good or bad or we purposely do that. And so that's why there seems to be more sparks, more energy. Our electronics don't work because it's asking us to stop. And we don't volunteer to stop. So it was perfect what you said yesterday. Stop, sometimes just enjoy. And that's what Mercury slows us down to do. And so that may not be our timeline. So that's one reason why it's very negative for people. and it isn't a time to enter into new things. It isn't a time to try a brand new approach to everything because it's asking you to pause for a minute and focus your picture, focus the vision of what you have. And so um, it doesn't last forever. And the thing is that it the feeling of Mercury retrograde starts even before the actual point that it changes the course because it slows down. Right, And so that's why we start to feel it. And just like we will live in the shadow of going direct even um, all the way for about a week and a half afterwards. So it's not a, again, time is ours. We draw a picture of it. And what happens is people get absorbed in their thoughts and the repetition and it becomes something external to blame oh it's the dreaded mercury retrograde versus again there's our shift in paradigm oh wait a minute this is a great time for me to slow down and what other projects can I finish what other things can I do Um, it's a very careful and deliberate study of our energy of our thoughts of our writing of our communication and so that's hard for people because they may be going 150 miles and all of a sudden it feels like they slam into a wall but that's kind of purposeful for the universe slow down for a minute refocus the picture it's a journey it's not a race you know we are our own best teachers during mercury retrograde our own best what comes to us is to teach us about our communication about mercury the messenger the message of what is happening at that time and um, so you know it's it's a time where we can look at the wisdom versus oh, what isn't working you know Mm -hmm. There's sometimes our communication isn't going to work because it's not supposed to, (laughs) just not supposed to be working, you know. Um, And so it's a time to absorb the ideas, the things that have been bubbling up inside. So
0: that's beautiful. So, I mean, you mentioned some of the positives then, too. What would you say would be like if there was one takeaway for people to remember about the benefit of Mercury retrograde? What would you say like the next one when it comes up what should people hang on to as an alternate idea than the traditional like uh-oh communication is going to go wrong what would be the one thing
1: the um prefix i t- was a teacher by profession the prefix re it's time to rewind restock okay. rethink rewrite replay it's it's um, you know, as we age, one of the things that is very funny when we were little, I don't want to take a nap. Wouldn't you like somebody to make you take a nap now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you <know>, there, yes. <laughs> yes, there are many c- constraints that we have as adults that it, that we understand as children, we thought they were intrusive. And now we're like, oh, could somebody kind of do that for me? Um, so that would be, what can I read? What mm-hmm. needs to be redone, re accepted, re looked at, re examined, revisited, redone? Um, we don't have a lot of time to do over. So it's mm-hmm. a time of getting to do over, um, absorb thoughts and ideas by repetition. I get to revisit them, I get to replay them, mm-hmm. um, and become my own best teacher. Mm-hmm. That's the thing I guess I would say. I'm going to look at re how can I be my own best teacher? That's when be, yeah. before it goes direct again. How can I be my hero? That's one reason why I like people to know their energy. Just mm-hmm. like knowing that I am a Mercury, I do think of things differently when it comes to this. And I'm always like, yay, it's Mercury retrograde. So I'm not going to start anything. What am I going to finish, look at, re-examine? Mm-hmm.
0: I love that re-idea. Um, because even for some people, if they review... Whatever it is they're reviewing, they may find that there isn't anything that needs to change. And maybe that can give them even more peace to be in that mm-hmm. energy and be like, yeah, I'm I'm really solid on what I'm wanting here. Right? right. So it might not always be a digging up of something more that needs to be done. It might just be a
1: reaffirmation of what is working, right? Right. Right, and and spending the time to do that, we're mm-hmm. able during Mercury retrograde to deal with abstractions, to deal with distractions better, because yes. we're being asked to step back and asked to listen more than perhaps we have been listening. I love that reaffirmation. I'm going to add that to the re list. There you go, <laughs> reaffirm. That's yeah, perfect. That's perfect. So. You mentioned something about coming
0: into a place where most planets or all planets are going to be direct soon, and that Uranus is also just on the heels of Mercury
1: going mm-hmm. direct? It, yes, it uh, it will be on the 22nd of January. It goes direct, and it is the last of the retrograde planets that have been. We had a, quite a retrograde year last year, and part of that was because Mars went retrograde, an unusual retrograde. Right. Um, I mean, it's all planets retrograde. Some of the Outer planets, when they're all retrograde at the same time, that means this outer, more cosmic human, larger picture energy gets very close. And Uranus is one of those planets, and it is the planet of awareness and the planet of chaos at the same time. And so...
0: Isn't that perfectly um, paired then with Mercury being retrograde and Mars? Like, Mm -hmm. just throw Uranus in there and mix it all up. It's going to be really
1: revealing. Yes, and Uranus has been in Taurus, which is not its favorite placement because Taurus is steady. Taurus is wanting us to understand what values are, it's second house energy. And so uh, that was a way to tame Uranus in some ways. And so it goes direct also. So that means the awareness now is multiplied to come from outside of us. It's been bubbling up for quite a while inside. And every time we kind of thought we had it, a new re came up for Uranus, a new chaos, a new awareness. What do I do with this? Is this what I want to be? And it was lovely paired with Mars because it was having us look at our beliefs. Is there a belief behind this chaos that's causing me suffering? I'm a very big fan of uh, Byron Katie. And that's one of her questions. If I let go of this belief, what suffering do I let go of? To me, that was such an aha in my own life. And uh, so when Uranus goes direct, we now have this wonderful, amazing, creative period of time where energy is coming to us. We can get things done. We, We aren't asked to actually stop. We're actually asked to jump in and move forward during this time, February promises to be a month of synthesis and um, a month of really, this whole year is a year of beginnings, but that is a real kickoff for February to take all of these things since 2020, end of 2019, we've been looking at, and now look at, look back and say, just before, look at how far I've come. Mm -hmm. Now, what am I going to do with that? So I'm excited about February very much.
0: I am so excited to hear that too, because this is going to lead into another statement. Here are my notes for the February energy update, right? So those of you listening now, the very energy update has already been recorded. And that was essentially one of the things they were saying that February is like a kickoff of the year. And I love that because here again, I had someone ask me a little while ago um, why they're like, Jeanette, if you're a medium and you channel spirits, why are you... While you're talking about astrology i was talking about a full moon and and uh you know stick with what you know and i was like fair question right all questions for question but this is exactly why astrology why wouldn't i look at what's happening as well because what happens above what happens in the stars and the alignments has a direct impact on what mm-hmm. happens for us or what is being revealed within us so if those are already known factors Spirit doesn't have to come in and tell me about them. We can learn direct from someone like you, from astrology sources, of what's going on to help fill in those gaps. Like, it is a direct part of it. It's kind of, to me, astrology, mediumship, spirit, ascension. Astrology is like a core macronutrient. Astrology is like your fats. You need proteins, carbs, water and fats you need them all to have a really good system flowing and your example there february with again what they've been giving me is exactly that and i just i had to highlight that because i think it's so important for people to explore the multiple ways we can gain our information about what's going on and Mm -hmm. not to discount what's happening in the planets because my guides tell me over and over again
1: as above so below above so below so below right and it's it's a tool so Mm -hmm. I become aware of an energy I've been feeling this and this is a way it may look for me and when I know my own chart this is a place that conversation may happen so if I know that I have this in a certain house I'm going to look in that area it's it's a tool it's a pair of glasses a, a different focus it's all of those things and yeah, because uh, my guides talk to me, but they often talk to me with someone else, something else that comes in, or I follow an amazing medium named Jeanette, um, you know, and it's so, one of my words this year is validating or confirmation, and so it's wonderful when I hear that, because I know that February is big synthesis month. It's taking all these pieces, tying them together. It's this big expansion. It is all of those things. I can't wait to hear the February um, because it is exactly what I'm looking at as a, and it's it's a map. It's a blueprint. It's the tapestry. What you do with it, where you pay attention, what energy gets lit up for you is about your journey. Mm-hmm. And so Uh, Kind of having a heads up makes perfect sense to me and that the the guides give us different tools to use. It might not be everybody's tool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and to kind of tangent on this a little bit, too, I remember. um, Which uh, I believe it was actually Jesus came to me one time um, and really encouraged me to explore much of the written word on the planet already, too. And his reason is he was like, you know, there are so many people on this planet through the ages that have brought through channeled information and left it available in writing that he was like, read what you're drawn to. There's wisdom there too. Like not all things need to always be directly channeled or given from spirit. There's wisdom already available on our planet in a very 3D way that we can access. So it's like, like you said, like find multiple ways to gain your information Because Mm -hmm. the extra value of that, too, is when you can triangulate a knowing, right? So if Spirit tells you one thing, the astrology tells you another thing, and then say you happen upon a passage in a book that is a total made-up fantasy story, but they're like, Mercury retrograde came in and affected, blah, 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 you're like, there's my third point of reference, that Mercury retrograde is happening right now, or, you know, like, when you can triangulate information, it can be an even greater aha moment in your own hero's journey.
1: Right. And you're talking about exactly what Mercury Retrograde does. Go find what was written. Re-examine something right. that already exists and then take it to a different level, a different understanding, a different connection, a different mm-hmm. network. and what a wonderful age we live in where we can do that. It isn't me in a library and hopefully finding a group of people to talk to. There are people all over the world now that we're, you know, we're talking Florida and Canada right now, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. so on the other coast. Um, And so, um, and so that didn't exist. So this is part of this evolutionary piece of this new world for man. We've brought our skills for a reason, Mercury goes retrograde for a reason to give us time to connect to those. Otherwise, it would be so fast. We would just be completely, uh, and, and it's, we need the time to synthesize. Our bodies need it physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually to mm-hmm. synthesize information. So I'm very excited that that's what the spirits are telling you about February because that's what mm-hmm. it feels like. Door opening, big news coming through, able to get going, get things done, and take this information and make connections. It's a great month to network, a Mm -hmm. great month to network, to meet new people, try new things, um, because we've kind of aligned a lot of where we were internally stepping forward. That's
0: amazing. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of connecting points. I don't want to give it all away right now, but there's definitely a lot of connecting points in what you're saying. So I find that... And we did not compare notes at all. (laughs) We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. So Um, with that all being said, if you had, so taking Mercury into account planets moving direct, Mercury will go retrograde, like you said, a couple more times this year, Mm -hmm. but taking where we've come from 2022, even from 2020 through to 2022 into where we are now in this new energy, like you said, a whole astrological shift of energy, what would be, um, say one or two of your. Suggestions or your advice for how people take on this year?
1: Um, Hold that space for the joy. Really hold it. Be very, very conscious of, regardless of what's going on for me, I have a space I hold. Where is my joy? This new moon coming up is a very important one. It's coming, by the way, in the midst of the last two retrogrades. So we go mercury we go into aquarius on the 20th on the 21st is our new moon and on the 22nd is uh, the uranus goes direct and this is a very important new moon for intention setting because it's in the bigger vision we haven't been able to set huge visions so it would be hold the joy and visualize your dreams Really see the earth you want to participate in and then take the steps to do that. If I want a peaceful earth, I set time to be peaceful for myself. If I want to see, you know, uh, a, be careful with the word abundance, I, you know, abundance of prosperity, then what do I do to help support that? Hold the space I want to see. And I I will warn you or assure you that you will see things that don't seem to fit into that vision because other people's journeys are a piece of this. And um, we are the media. What we even participate in the media will get magnified. So if we participate in the a lot of the drama, that's what will be magnified. There's a reason why those stories rise to the top because they get energy from people. So if I can hold a higher space, I can hold that higher space for other energy too. So
0: I think that's beautiful. That's great advice for the year. I love it.
1: And I would ask you, I'd love to hear what you have to say with, with that question. Is that oh, all right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, in many ways, it is similar of like holding that space for joy. A 100% agree. That would be one of the things I would say. Um, another one I would say is for those that Either their journey says it's time or they feel it's time. I feel like this would be a year for many people of action, of mm-hmm. action, like stepping into action. Like you said, when you said the door was opening and now we're walking through, I really feel that. So it's like if there's things that people are wanting to really manifest into reality, like it's time to get on the horse and start riding instead of looking at the horse or imagining the horse. It's like the horse is here. Now you can get on Mm -hmm. right and so taking the action steps I really feel is a big
1: thing for this year yeah living your life as if living your life doing it versus thinking about it and and connecting um one of the things I would say for my own personal journey in the last few years is my life is no longer splintered as much I'm very aware in a day that I'm stopping to say oh There's this to try and make sure I'm living it as rather than just when I'm in my, my office or my woo-woo space or talking to friends. Um, Yeah. So I a hundred percent agree with that. Mm -hmm. That, That's where we are. So.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Kitty. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Your information was just, it was easy to understand and there's so much there. So I encourage you guys to follow Kitty. I will um put all her links at the bottom of everything so you guys can find her check out intuition of the soul on facebook at kitty foss on instagram and tiktok and uh yeah i look forward to having you back on the show oh thank Um, you i would
1: love to and I i and i'm going to be asking you to come back um Uh, this year is a good year for summits for people to get together and have a a chance to meet lots of different folks. And again, it's a network year. It's a big connection year. So
0: that's great. I would love to, I'll be there. And uh, so I just want to thank everyone for listening. You guys, thank you so much for joining me on the show as always. I appreciate you and uh, I will see you guys next week. Have a good one.